you know, the more I think about it, the yeah. fact that you peacock her, her toothbrush in front of her, like, yeah, this is happening. It's kind yeah. of a that's kind of a power bad guy move right there. Well, yesterday we talked about two things. First, the toothbrush, and you said that if I had to get traded to another franchise yeah. and start having to do theirs, I said I'll just file for unemployment and then look at her dead in the eyes and say, you got to pick it up a notch. You got to pick it up here, okay? <laughs> going to need more out of you. <laughs> uh, you know, bills don't pay themselves, and what's uh, your Amazon uh, login? <laughs> You uh, you, what's your pin? You just, I just, I could, I just got to go run a few errands and Babe, I'm a little light you, on cash. I misplaced my. Can you card. deposit? Can you deposit some money into my account? What? <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't go well. Oh man! All right, we're gonna get to some of the uh, thirty for thirty suggestions in a second. We'll talk about the Clippers. Are they ready for their moment? Because this feels more like their moment than any of the other moments that have felt like their moment. But very well, quickly, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have you also. Um, Put out a tweet, do Clippers finish the series, and I'll, I'll kind of keep you posted what some people are thinking out there if they could finish this thing off. Okay. So, before we do that, I just I, I mentioned it at the top of the show. I just want to mention it again very quickly. Um, yesterday, I was really my, – my timing was terrible, and I was very clumsy about putting two things together that made it sound – like I was rooting for Kawhi Leonard getting hurt. I, I, I was not. I want to make it very clear. I'm not happy Kawhi Leonard got hurt. I'm not crazy. right? I've been doing this for 25 years. I was an athlete myself. I know that injuries to athletes are terrible. And for the fans that root for those teams, they're terrible. What I was blown away by is the timing of it all. That the Clippers got the worst news possible at the worst possible time. And it felt to me like that was the universe saying, look, this is not meant to be. The Clippers don't get good things, and this is and, and it was just a very clumsy way of attempting to make fun of the Clippers' bad luck. It's not making fun of Kawhi Leonard's injury. It's my fault that it got misinterpreted. I'm not blaming anybody else. It's my fault. I put it together poorly, and I take full responsibility. I just want to make it clear: I'm not rooting for anybody to get hurt. I, I would hope. I would hope that those of you that listen to this show understand that that's not how I roll. I will never roll like that, but I do take responsibility for putting those two things together and making it sound like that's what I was getting to. And if that's what you took away from it, that's not what I want you to take away from it because that's not what I meant. Um, Trav, we uh, got a chance last night to watch, I think, probably one of the more surprising games. By the way, both games. You had Philadelphia 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks. I had that game on in the background, and I'm doing some errands, doing whatever I'm doing. And I'm just looking up at the score. I'm like, all right, it's 18. All right, it's uh, 14. Okay, down to 11. Lou Williams, Danilo Gallinari. By the way, Lou Williams, one of the guys that nobody talks about anymore, gets traded to the Hawks. Dude. And and, and when and that guy gets going, look out. <laughs> well, and you're seeing this Philadelphia 76ers team just start to collapse and fold. And as much as we give Giannis a tent to Kumpo grief and we give the Milwaukee Bucks uh, grief. Philly, you're going to start hearing more of those conversations, but you know what I kind of took out of that game, and we'll talk about the Clippers in just a second. We got some freaking young stars in this league. We got some. We got, I mean, you and I can't have a conversation. If we say any, take one player in the league right now for one year next year, we're not getting very far before Luka's name comes out. He's 22 years old. Trey Young. Is he not already? I mean, let's, let's by, just by the way, is, is he not already? You, you you make your case. You can make that case. Trey yeah. Young yesterday 
how come Trey Young at his age is he walking into road places <laughs> on the road against teams hostile Good environments? Teams. New York, Philly, some of the best sports crowds that you're going to get, sports uh, cities that you're going to get. Why is he walking in so comfortable and just cold-blooded taking out some of these teams? They're up three games to two. That was the first game before Clippers-Utah. Here's how good Trey Young is. The Hawks let Luka Doncic go, and I don't even think they care. That's how good Trey Young is. They had their hands on Luka for half a second, made the swap to get Trey Young. They traded those two pieces, and you know what? I bet you they're thinking, you know what? We're good. I'm fine. You you keep Luca. We'll which is, keep Trey. Which is insane. Which it's is insane. insane. Yep. But I'm right, right? I mean, doesn't that? I bet you. If you think they could undo it, do they undo it? I don't think they do. He's the I think perfect they un- guy in the perfect spot. I think they undo it, but I don't think you know. It's not one of those where you're sitting back and you're the Sacramento King saying we took Marvin Bagley before we took Luka Doncic, right? right. Like that. That's, that's different. That will never go away. That will no. always be there. But if you're the, you know, maybe this is a bad example, but remember when it was Hakeem, Sam Bowie, and Michael Jordan? I'm sure. not saying that these players are those, but I'm just saying that the Rockets don't wake up every morning saying um, they're not waking up the way the Portland Trailblazers organization's waking up saying we didn't take freaking Michael. At least Houston got two championships. In, this, in that scenario, Trey Young is Hakeem. Right, that everybody makes fun of Bowie, but nobody ever says that they blew it by taking Hakeem because sure. they, they did. It's like One it's the all they took players over of Bowie. all time. Right, right. He's absolutely all right. So we were talking a little bit today, June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, was just the most bizarre day in sports. The OJ Chase, the NBA Finals, Stanley Cup celebration parade, World Cup, Arnold Palmer final day uh, in a U.S. Open, all those things happening, and it was a great thirty for thirty. We kind of threw it out there, Slee. Some of the other good thirty for thirty ideas that people had. I don't know if we're coming up with a better one than Eric Steven had, which is 30 for 30 on the Rob Manfred Astros scandal. That's just perfect. Can't beat it. No, you, you can't beat it. By the way, that today still angers so many people, and it's not just people in the L.A. market. It's not just people in the New York market. It's just sports fans saying, what are you talking about? What do you mean you let a squad get away with doing this and that? And um, there's there's that part of it, just the passion part of it. By the way, there's also – an incredible intrigue. How'd they do it? How'd they get well, it done? That's it. That That's it to me. Look, there, people are always going to be upset about it. There was a video that went around the other day. Some kid, he looked at the 14, 15, something like that. And he's like, hey, hey, can I have your autograph? And the Alex Bregman comes over to the fence to sign an autograph. And he goes, no, no, not you. Go bang on a trash can, you cheater. Hmm. And it was it was just ruthless. Ruthless. And, and rude. But And I'm thinking, dude, that's the first time for even a fraction of a millisecond i'm like yeah that dude's gonna have to carry that for the rest of his life wasn't worth it that's the bottom line it wasn't worth it you know there's certain things if you're the astros and if you think that and there's a reason why i'm bringing this up and a documentary on this probably can't come out for 10 15 years because you got about it you got to give it time for players to accept the fact that okay we did cheat we're ready to admit that we cheated they can't be in the middle of the game and you know uh, Altuve is spending uh, some time on 60 minutes and saying yeah we did it you know yeah. I was you know that that's not going to happen but I I say this because there is an incredible amount of intrigue you know you know did they do um, a documentary on um, What's the ref? Why am I forgetting the referee's name? That uh, Tim Donaghy. Donaghy. Did they do a documentary on him? If they did, I, I, I missed it. It doesn't. It, I don't remember it. There's a fascination. Oh sure. In stuff like that, right? Oh, like sure. A, a bank robber. How'd you criminality? Do it? 
How'd you do it? How'd you right. get away with it? You know, there's this kind of this fascination towards that. And I know, you know, this this one bothers a lot of L.A. to have this type of conversation, but I, I think it would be a very intriguing documentary. And the longer you wait, the better it gets. Like, what was it like living with it for 10 years, 12 years, 15 mm. years? I think that would be fascinating. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. So, with regards to the Clippers, they're right there again, Slee. They've been there before. They had three shots at it last year. They couldn't punch their ticket. They've got two more shots at it right now. We've seen them before have three-run leads against the Rockets a while ago with the Lob City version of the Clippers. Are they not? Are they good enough to do it? Because we saw it last night. They're clearly good enough to do it. They they beat Utah in Utah without their best player, so they can do it. Are they emotionally ready to take on the burden of flushing fifty years? of terrible history down the toilet. Are they ready for that? That's different than can you make some shots. I'm going to read off a tweet here, all right? I put out, do Clippers finish the series? Just a simple yes or no. Okay? What percentage you think says yes? Do Clippers finish the series? <sighs> I'll say 65%. 41% say yes. <laughs> 59% say no. Now, listen, it's no, no, uh, no secret here. Um, obviously a lot of the people who follow me are Laker fans sure. getting Lakers content and everything else. So let's say, um, let's say, I, I don't know if somebody else can put it out. Maybe it's a 50% split, whatever the case is. Um, I don't think you're going to like what I'm about to say, but I, I'm, I don't hold it against the Clippers if they don't close out the series. Kawhi Leonard's not there. Let, let me just, let's, let's be realistic here. Kawhi Leonard, if if Kawhi Leonard's not there, okay. So let me let me say that because we still don't know if he's you know going to be out for Game Six or Game Seven. Um, I get it; they're going back home. One of the things that one of the things that's played against the Clippers in their when when we go back and we say they had their opportunities, they didn't make it happen with Chris Paul, with Blake Griffin, with DeAndre Jordan. They didn't make it happen with uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard last year. They're up three one to Denver expectations are different. I don't know about you, but if Kawhi Leonard can't go in game six and game seven, my expectation is different for the Clippers than it would have it would have been two weeks ago. I, I keep I keep grabbing a microphone since the playoffs starting and I'm saying, why am I going to give them credit? They needed seven games against Dallas. That shouldn't have been a seven-game series. And then the Utah Jazz series start. I say, okay, those first two games, they started 0-2. Mike Conley is a big piece for the Utah Jazz. They can't... They, they can't lose the first two games against the Jazz, even though they're in Utah because Mike Conley's there. This is this is completely different. I was not expecting for them to win yesterday, and I'm not going to sit here and be shocked at all, nor am I going to hold it against them if they can't win one of these next two with Kawhi Leonard not playing. I could not agree less. I could not agree less. Tell me why. I'll tell, I'll tell you why coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. And so I have a question, Slee, before we get back to the Paul George thing. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
What do you got? What, what else is in your closet that you don't know about? Like, what, what else is in there with all your cards and all your other things? Like, is, is there some portion of Casa de Slee that uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you haven't gone through in a while? Um, so a lot of the stuff, I'm very light. So as in, I don't keep many stuff. You throw it, stuff out? Sim- yeah, very simple. Very oh, simple. I can't wait to introduce you to my wife. This is exciting. She Go keeps ahead. everything. She keeps everything or she so gets hoarder? rid of everything. It's not quite hoarder. We're not going to okay. be on the show, but <laughs> we're, we're hoarder adjacent. Can you be that? Because mm-hmm. I, have I not told the story about the sombreros on this show? You did. You said she got 20 yeah. plus sombreros that are. Two, but that, you know but that, one, giant... but that one, that one, I understand. Why? Please explain it to me. I have no idea. I have no idea. There's those there's giant, no like that. huge Tupperware size things. They're like three cubic feet of space, yeah. right? Maybe yeah. more. Mm-hmm. I have two of those in my garage, filled with sombreros. Okay, it's like twenty-four sombreros. Do okay. you know how many sombreros me, we need as a Rogers family? Let Zero. me ask you this. First of all, you guys are from Guadalajara, right? <laughs> you guys were born and raised out there. Right. Um, yeah, that's number close one. Close enough. Number two, uh, I have uh, actually there's zero explanation. I can't help you on this one. Zero explanation why she has those. We so I don't have, have much in the closet. I don't have much in the closet. We have five bikes. Ask me how many people in this house ride a bike on a regular basis. Bike stolen six months ago. It still still hurts. You want one? I got plenty. Well, I've got five one. bikes in my garage, and only one person rides Explain a bike. This to me. Explain this to me. Bike is gone, but I still have the helmet. Why do I still have the helmet? Because <laughs> I'm going to give you a bike. I'm glad you kept the helmet. You the want helmet, a blue one, a green one, or a silver one? Because I have all three. The helmet, you probably have the bike that got stolen. <laughs> Travis, do you have like boxes in your garage that you just don't know what's in them? Of course. I, they, is, everything, is everything labeled? Like, is it is it organized? It, yes and no. Everything's labeled, and what the label says is not what's in the box. <laughs> so that, 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 that's how that goes. I'm a, little, I'm a little curiously that you're not telling me what else is in your closet, which leads me, my, my imagination starts to wander. What else is going on in there? Um, there's really nothing in there. I'm trying to think here. Okay, so it's just empty. Can I put no, some, some of my stuff in there? No, because I, I got I got my place here where I have just random stuff over the years. I'm trying to think here. I, I, what's in there? And then I got my closet at my at my parents' house, which still has like you know the old yearbooks and it has the baseball cards. I'm, I think Pogs. Remember Pogs? Fun. Oh yeah, I was never a Pog guy, but the, didn't you get them like off Actually, a do juice I? thing? No, Pogs? No, you can buy them like at a card store like or something. They were like the little circle thing, right? Little yeah, circles. Yeah. You have a slammer yeah. and uh slammer. I was hustling people back in the day. After you drink a creeper, you, you use a slammer. That's how, <laughs> that's how that goes. That's, all right. So let's go back to Paul George here for a second. You were saying you're not going to hold Paul George or the Clippers. You know, you're not going to hold their feet to the fire if they don't close this out. I, I, I couldn't disagree more, Slee, and here's why. They have to close the show here. They have to. Mike Conley is not playing. Donovan Mitchell is busted up. They're coming back to L.A. They're playing really, really well. Because here's, here, here it is. The, the cold, hard truth yeah. of this is mm-hmm. they've played five games. The Clippers have won three. They should have won four. They should have won game one. They should have won the first game. This thing should be over already. I get it. They got a terrible break with Kawhi. Okay, a terrible break with Kawhi. So but, why is it so why is it different then? Let me let me ask you this. Why, because it's right there in front of them. They're not yeah, playing. Yeah, but, but expl- explain me this because we have the Lakers. Let's use the Lakers as an example. Once the Lakers lost Anthony Davis, who by the way Chris Paul was a fraction of what Chris Paul is today in the playoffs mm-hmm. uh, or at least in that series against the Denver Nuggets. And all of a sudden all we started talking about was well if the Lakers lose it's because Anthony Davis isn't there. 
So why would that be any different than if the Clippers lost to the Utah Jazz without Kawhi Leonard? Why would that be any different? Because the Lakers have skins. The Lakers have accomplishments. The Lakers don't have a history take that, but take of that doing away. this. You, you can't do that. You, why? You, we, can't, we can't go back. They just because, did it last year, Slee. They, but they let me, blew let me explain why. Let me year last year. Let me explain why. If we want to go back and what made us put the Clippers in this ball of, well, you know, you, you can't get to the Western Conference Finals. Every time you have expectations, you can't surpass them. That was when the Clippers were expected to do something, okay? Mm-hmm. If Kawhi Leonard is healthy, I've said this 50 times already in the playoffs. When people say, well, you're too critical on the Clippers, or no, 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 my expectations for the Clippers are too high. I put, I put my expectations high that they should get past the Dallas Mavericks. They should get past the Utah Jazz, and part of that, part of that to do with Mike Conley. If this team... If the Jazz were 100% healthy and the Clippers were 100% healthy, I'd give Utah a slight edge because of home court. Okay, that, That's if they were healthy. But you take Kawhi Leonard off the Clippers. Trav, the expectations have to change. I get that they won yesterday. I understand that. But I, I'm just telling you that whatever my thoughts were coming into the series completely changed if Kawhi can't go the, in 6-7. and seven. The win yesterday changed everything. They showed not, not only did they win, but they won pretty comfortably. There was a couple of runs where Utah made at them in the second half. I'm not saying it was easy. It's never easy. But the Clippers last night, they were the better team. They didn't get they lucky. No, they, 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 they that didn't, wasn't they didn't, luck. They didn't throw in a random shot that went, holy smoke, we won. Wow, okay, we stole one. That's They're better they were better last night. And here's the thing. You you better get it done in game six because the last thing you want is to have to go through, uh-oh, here it comes again. I don't know about you. Uh, game that, game seven is that that's um, – if you go game seven back in Utah, can Clippers win it? They can. But that's going to be probably the toughest freaking environment in the NBA to go grab a game seven. The more you don't get it done, the the more difficult it gets, the harder it gets. You don't hit the reset button every time. And I know th- there's a line in baseball, right? There's a line in baseball that momentum is as good as your next day starting pitcher, okay? That we can go score 15 runs on a Tuesday, and then Wednesday, if my starting pitcher goes out there and lays an egg, and that, I don't have any momentum. It's not basketball. There is momentum. There is trends. There is ebb and flow in these games. The Clippers are rolling right now, as bad of a break as it was for the Clippers, as unlucky as they were to have Kawhi go down. They responded like they almost never have before yesterday. They responded. Not only did they they win, it was how they won. Mm -hmm. It looked like they kind of find – Ball movement, defense, sure. Not only that. That's not what I was getting at. Here – because what I want to say, I can't say because it's a four-letter word that you can't say on the radio. They basically want, just went, forget it. Forget it. Let's just go out there and play. There was no burden. There was no – because they were expected to lose, right? There was, they were expected – we don't have our best guy. Paul George hasn't really thrived in these situations. And they basically collectively as a group went, forget it. What do we got to lose? Nothing to lose. We're and not expected w- to win this game, and they won – and can I can I say something real quick? Sure. Barkley said something yesterday on TNT where he said kind of similar to what you were just saying. There was nothing to lose, all that stuff. Expectations were there, all that. Okay. Game six. What's your expectation for game six for the Clippers? 
They What's your should, expectation? Not only should they win the game, I think they should win the game similar to the way that they won it last night, which is, look, the, the beginning of an NBA game very rarely gets lopsided. It's, it's a little runs here and there, but usually by half, if you've got a six or seven point land, it's kind of how the NBA goes, right? I think they're, they're, they're better. There was no point in that game where you're thinking, you know what, the Clippers are getting lucky here. They weren't. They just were better. And, and once you crack the code, you ever do the Rubik's Cube? Yeah. Okay, did you ever solve it? No. Me neither. Okay, yeah. and yeah, every time happening. that you would do it, you'd be you'd more and more frustrated. I can't get it. I can't get it. I can't get it. Yeah. But the guys that once they get it, they're like, oh, it's this, then this, and oh, when this piece is there, you just turn it, boom, and they can do it in eight seconds. Okay, it so it feels so, like they solved the cube last so night. So here's the question: They did what nobody was expecting them to do yesterday, and this has been the if you want to go back to Clippers history, now we could go back to Clippers history. Clippers history would say, tomorrow you're expected to win. Tomorrow you're expected to close out the series. Tomorrow you're expected to walk away and get to the Western Conference Finals for the first time in your franchise history. That's what tomorrow is for the Clippers, and now the expectation will be there. So the question then comes down to, will they come through in that moment that the franchise has never come through on? So if we thought last game was the most important win in Clippers history, then what does what tomorrow become, right? Because they've been in question. this situation before. Can how, how can winning a game five be the most important game in your franchise history? Doesn't that sound just weird to say it out loud? Didn't close out a series. Didn't lose a series. It's just the next game in the series. It gives them a, a nice advantage, but it, it's if, the the Clippers win, if the Clippers I, win I, in game I, six, that's yep. the biggest game in history. I, I know what you're saying, Trav, but it's – that's kind of the reality of the franchise, right? Because, you know, I, I could sit here and say, actually, no, they had bigger games, but they lost those games. So there were bigger moments, but they didn't. it didn't happen with Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, and Blake Griffin. It didn't happen last season with Kawhi and Paul George. So that's why it's the biggest win, because nobody expected it to happen. They're going to be at um, the Hollywood Bowl coming up uh, in a week. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I already got my tickets. I got the, you know, those little box seats. That they I was have just going to say, you yeah, got, the, got box the box seats with the table where you can do the little con- I travel where they go. <laughs> you're, like, you're like a deadhead for these guys. You just, wherever they are, that's where Slee is. Can I read off a quick tweet here? Please. Dave in San Clemente. Slee, do you bring up Laker analogies in the um, heat of the moment with your girlfriend? <laughs> Let me tell you about Byron Scott back in the 80s. I hope not. Not doing it. Well, why aren't we doing it? (laughs) Nick Van Exel, okay? 1994 was in a similar position. That's all I got. Funch, what was the number you just gave me a second ago? 93 million people? Over 95 million people watched the OJ chase, which makes it like one of the biggest viewed things ever. I mean, think about it this way. Was there anybody, when you went to work the next day, I forget if it was a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, or whatever, but if, the next time you were in the quote-unquote water cooler scenario, yeah. was there anybody go, huh? 
What? I did. I missed it. I did, did. I mean, is there anybody that wasn't fully aware of that situation? I'll tell you. I was ten at the time, and I wa- I was running an insurance company, and when I walked into work <laughs> that next day, oh man, that was the conversation. I couldn't get out of that conversation. <laughs> I understand. I understand. By the way, Let's even if you were even if you were ten, it didn't matter. Like literally. Every single person you could think of, age didn't matter. That's what you were talking about. No, it was literally everywhere. It was yeah. in, it was the only thing on TV for about mm-hmm. a week. All right, let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Hollywood this time. And Zach, Zach, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Zach? Hey, guys. Actually, it's funny. I actually went to Brentwood School during the OJ trial. So I was wow. there. Go on. The time. Go on. <laughs> was, and? Well, I used to go to his house and uh, – you know, and, and my friend lived next door. I mean, I don't want to say I saw him once with the mafioso character standing outside, and we kind of said, oh, hey, OJ. But, yeah, it was it was a wild time for sure. But I was actually calling about your questions earlier about the Airbnb where I'd want to stay. Oh, yeah. M- Mr. Miyagi's house. Not the oh, Cobra Kai one, one that's shot Atlanta. I'm talking about the OG 80s Valley <laughs> from the original Karate Kid with the pond. That that would be incredible. Maybe the Poltergeist house, too, depending. And then for the sports... <laughs> just wait real quick, real quick. You went from... Yeah. Mr. Miyagi's uh, dojo, right, to uh, to the poltergeist house. Okay, that's uh, quite the mix there. What else you have? What else you have? <laughs> they are both in California. That's true. <laughs> I, would I, was, also, mm-hmm. I would also say for sports memorabilia, being a diehard Lakers fan, I think uh, Western Conference Finals, I believe it was Game 5, Robert Ori's three-pointer against Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I would love to own that basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. And then just a curiosity factor that the 2000, whatever it was, 14 AFC championship game. I, I'm just curious about that deflate gate ball. How deflated was that ball? I mean, again, no, not knocking Brady or anything. On the bill. It was an actual be- Nerf ball. It wasn't even a regulation NFL football. They had gone to big five and they purchased a Nerf ball. And that's what was used in the second half of the game. It was the ones that have, it's almost like the shape of an arrow. You remember yeah, those It's got nerfs? the tail. <laughs> it's got the tail. That's what they used. That's what they used. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Zach. Here, here's a question. And somebody help me out with this. That is a, a Valley person. I grew up in the San Fern, uh, the San Gabriel Valley, not the San Fernando Valley, where the uh, Miyagi Dojo was. Are there homes in the area, the San Fernando Valley, Reseda specifically, where Danielson was uh, hanging out, that are right next to the train tracks, that have a front yard full of old vintage cars that just need to be polished, mm-hmm. and the backyard is this unbelievably expansive, beautiful little stream running through it? Are there homes like that out there that you can afford on a janitor's salary? Because that's what Miyagi was doing. I need to know where those know, houses are because I'd like one, please. Here's a bigger question. Do you know of a better actor from what Daniel LaRusso has accomplished from back in the 80s to what he's doing now on Cobra Kai? Do you know? I know we're here in Los Angeles. I think everybody – this is an easy one, right? That he's yeah, on, it is. He's on the probably the the top three of all-time actors. It just doesn't get better than Daniel LaRusso. Well, I – I just want to answer the question that you asked me. Do I know of a better actor than Daniel LaRusso in the Cobra Kai? And the answer is yes, anyone that's ever been in anything. That's the answer to the question. He it's, was so look, bad in Cobra Kai. Like, I when, love there's certain there's scenes in Cobra Kai where I'm like, how how does this get who walks away and says, Yep, that's it, Daniel. Print that. Yep, we got Cut, it. Cut, print, we're done. Move on to the next scene. Let's keep look, it going. Let's keep it, it going. The, the, I love the show. Don't get me wrong. I've watched all of them. Okay, Can't wait for season four to come don't out. Don't say you love the show. Nobody loves the show. I love the show. I just you said I do because show. it's true. I love the show because Johnny Lawrence is Johnny great. Lawrence is great. <laughs> Johnny is Lawrence great. not only is a great character, 
Billy Zabka, who plays Johnny Lawrence, is a good actor. He sells it. It makes it happen. Yeah, but the it's show not is so, just it's so cheesy. retro. The whole thing is so cheesy. I mean, if you're 16 years old and you're just buying your yearbook right now for everybody to sign, maybe you like it. But, Travis, you can't at your age say that you love that show. Trust me, the vast majority of the people that love that show are my age because that was the, the movie when we were 15 and 16 that was out. That's why we liked the show. And I don't know where you went to and high you school, You still haven't Slee. seen Godfather. You still haven't seen but Godfather. Where I went to high school, every single passing period was just lousy with karate fights in the hallways. Every time, every time you would go from chemistry to English, you had to karate fight your way from one class to the other, just like Daniel LaRusso's high school. That's so I don't I know sold, what you're talking about. That's when I sold my insurance company in high school. Got it to grow, <laughs> sold it to Progressive. All right, let's try another one here. Let's go to Roderick. Roderick, you're up next with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, what's going on, fellas? I just uh, wanted to talk about the dirty to dirty. Now, you guys already uh, talked about the Astros cheating scandal, but I wanted to make a suggestion. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Momo should do the actual dirty for dirty because she killed it with the whole Clippers thing. And uh, also, um, another dirty for dirty is it probably never get done, but um, I think they should do one on that first year LeBron came to the Lakers just with the magic, quitting, and all the trade rumors. I think that would be a good one. That was Good be. suggestions there. Good suggestions. Yeah. By, the, by the way, Jeff, can I tell you, I, I don't – whatever suggestion anybody comes up with, who was it that Steven something on uh, Twitter, nobody's beating the Astros cheating scandal. No. That is such a fantastic idea. But I think you and I both agree you got to wait like 10 years for it. Well, it, it just gets better because the, they, have to, they have to wear it for so long. And, and it, look, it's going to happen, right? They, we've both been around this long enough. You've been covering sports since the 30s, I think is when you, you broke into the game, that <laughs> – we know how this plays out, right? Yep. Eventually, one of these guys is going to get a, a attack of conscience, and he's going to come out and and say, "Here's what's going." And once they get one guy, and I'm just I'm just making this up. Let me be let me be clear yep. that I'm just making this up. That if let's just say Alex Bregman in the year 2031 decides, you know what? I need to get this off my chest. It, this Coming is clean. eating. Coming this is clean. eating me up from mm-hmm. the inside out. I need to. And then he calls Carlos Correa and says, "Dude, we got to do this." And then Altuve gets in on it, and all of those things. But it just becomes that thing where because they only they're the only ones that can tell the story. You can get Mike Fires. You can get Clayton Kershaw saying he got ripped off. You can get Dave Roberts saying, "Yeah, they cheated me." Or Roldis Chapman saying he had a buzzer on. That's one thing. You it need has the to be those guys. Bank robber. You yes. need the actual person that committed the crime. By the way. Um, I got a perfect person that you can watch uh, Cobra Kai with. <laughs> yeah, who you got? Greg uh, Bergman sends me a text. I love that show. That's it. That's all I get from Greg, okay? I haven't <laughs> had a text from Greg since May 4th. The next text from Greg is, I love that show. So there are, there are certain <laughs> people who are very passionate about Cobra Kai. You and Greg... You guys should maybe uh, get Here, together once uh, season four comes And we'll, we'll, we'll go over to Mason's to watch it because Mason just hit me with <laughs> one right. saying that he loves the show. So <laughs> there you go. Too. So, so, yeah, Mason is in. Greg is in. I'm in. You're starting to fall into the very narrow majority of people that aren't down with Cobra Kai. Well, this, this, is, this is the sad part. I watched the show, so it's not that I didn't watch it. And, and every time an episode ended, I'm like, Al, are, come on. You're not really going to watch next. And this is, the countdown starts, right? It's coming. It's coming. The, the next the next episode's coming. I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's watch it again. <laughs> Hit it again. Hit it. Well, here's the best part. Because it's a streaming show, it's not on you know regular TV. Right. You can fast forward through every scene that doesn't have Johnny Lawrence or or Allie with an eye. 
Right? Mm-hmm. Those are the only scenes that you, if it's about you're Daniel, not I, I could see skip you're not, right through. You're it. not fast forwarding. No, you're not. You're watching every one of these episodes. No, are I'm you, trying are to help you out. I'm trying oh, to help for me, you for out. Me. Of course, I'm watching it. Because what if you just missed Allie with an eye? You can't just power through that. You got to make sure that you get all the Elizabeth Shoe scenes in. But all Johnny Lawrence scenes are must see. If you have if you have Daniel trying to channel Miyagi to his daughter, then you can skip that. Because I'm, I'm sorry, Daniel San, you're no Miyagi. Miyagi had game. You're when just repeating come out? lines. When's the next one come out? I don't know. I'm, I'm not soon. Hopefully, <laughs> tomorrow, tonight. <laughs> Can we get oh, there fast great. enough? By the way, LA Live was blitzed with Cobra Kai banners. Yeah, uh, promoting you know the show. And, eh, okay, we got we got an audience for it. Let's put it that way. Look, you can you can put down the YouTube. You can stop going through Sedell three stats for a night or two, and you can you can you can get in. Unbelievable to why uh, Johnny Lawrence's sensei is the most evil guy on TV. And by the way, we're getting Terry Silver back. Just throwing that out there. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Well, let me let me go back to this. I have seen every episode. So as much as I'm talking trash, I did watch all of them. So <laughs> it, it's it's not like – it's one thing for me to say, oh, I hate it, but I'm, I'm going back to the same restaurant I'm eating again. All right, here, I'm going to pay off the tease really quickly, Slee. You ready? Yeah. Otani should win the MVP over Guerrero. There, we're done. We'll move. We'll do some more yeah. on that a little bit later on. But we've got far more important things to get to, talking about you not liking Cobra Kai. We're getting a whole bunch okay, of responses wait. here Let, on just Twitter. Slow down here for a quick second. What? All right. First of all, by the way, um, I've watched every Cobra Kai episode. Yeah, you just it's said just you don't cheesy. like it. And, and when season four comes out, I'm running my mouth. I'll probably, I'll probably <laughs> watch the entire thing as well. But that doesn't mean that it's not cheesy. It's this is from Hovick. Okay, old man Slee. Cobra Kai is a great show, and I'm 44. This is from David Rodriguez. To be real, I'm an ex-gang member, and I love Cobra Kai. Okay? This is from Jazz. It says, Cobra Kai is a karate soap opera. Cheesy, but everyone loves the cheese. <laughs> See? There's a whole list of these. Trav, tell Sliwa to pull the stick out. Cobra Kai is nostalgic on so many levels and very well made. Get Listen. on board. Listen, Karate Kid's my era, okay? So it's, uh, nobody's here is not watching Karate Kid back in the days. All right, I'm, I'm the only one sticking up for Daniel LaRusso as being arguably the greatest actor of our time, okay? Yeah. I don't even know his real name. I just know Daniel LaRusso. <laughs> it, that's it. Certain people, he doesn't even need his last name. Just when I say Daniel, you should know who I'm talking about. <laughs> let's, but, try some, let's try some phone calls here, Slee. A little cheesy. Go to Chino and Gilbert. Gil, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? <laughs> Hey, guys. How you guys doing? All right. Good, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Sliwa, I can't believe you're not a fan of Cobra Kai. <laughs> like, haven't you heard of the old the, the quote from Terry Crews from uh, Longest Yard? It ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> That's a Come good quote. Come on, now. That's a very good quote. You know Cobra, Cobra Kai is a great show. Yes, obviously it is cheesy. I binge watch it with my girlfriend. 
I've been a fan since it was on YouTube Red. It's a show where my father and I reconnect. Uh, it does bring nostalgia because he is the guy that did show me uh, Karate Kid back in the day when I was a little kid. Uh, I just don't understand why you're not a fan. Yes, you know? Lee. It makes me want to go back to high school. Remember, I almost feel like I should be a narc after I'm done. <laughs> Remember those narcs that used to go around high school and you're like, yeah, I just, you know, I'm running things here at, at age 31. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's the goal. <laughs> you like to, you're talking like a 21 Jump Street situation. We go back like, as like an undercover cop. There you go. I almost want to reach out to like old friends and be like, hey, um, just looking through the yearbook. I don't know if you ever signed it, and I just think maybe we get together and you know, I still have it here. I still have it here. Perfect, perfect. Let's try signature. another one. Studio City is our next stop, and Noah, Noah, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Gentlemen, what a show. What a what a jam-packed epic of a show this has been. Uh, I got two takes real quick, a basketball take and then a Cobra Kai. Basketball, what we're seeing clearly right now is a demonstration of how all these guys in the NBA can get it done on any given night. And it's, it's so obvious that that thing inside, that mental fortitude, that unflappable desire to win and for excellence – that thing that Kobe had, that Magic had, that Jordan had, that, that LeBron has, it's such a rare thing. And there's, there's a lot of great players, but that other thing is different. And when we see it, it's why we revere those guys. Because right now you're like, oh, Milwaukee, they got it. They're going to do it. Oh, nope. Oh, Philadelphia, they're going to get over. Oh, nope. The Nets, they got it. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. But every other game, it's like, whoa, wait, no, who's the guy? Because none of these particular guys are there yet. They're learning. It's like watching these guys try to get to that place. And the truth is, none of them are quite there. And that's why it's just kind of a free-for-all. And you're seeing, like, is any of these, you know, stars going to emerge as that guy? And that's the one other thing I'll say, if I can, Cobra Kai is the worst show ever that I can't stop watching. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the way to put it. That's the way to put it, Noah. I, I could not have come up with a better way of describing the show. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Noah. You. Thank you, Noah. Look, I, I'm, I'm more interested in the Cobra Kai stuff, and we'll get back to that in a second. But he, he's right. that he, And he mentioned a bunch of those guys, Kobe and LeBron and Magic and, and, and those guys. Tiger Woods is in that group. There, there, are, there aren't many of them. And, and I think the best way of saying it, Slee, what you're looking at right now in the NBA playoffs, mm-hmm. what you're looking at right now, the U.S. Open's taking place right now. There's nobody out there that falls into the category I'm about to describe. There's nobody out there in the baseball category that I'm about that. The unexpected is always expected. You, the only thing that's surprising is when it doesn't go their way. The only time Tiger Woods really blew you away is when it didn't happen because it never didn't go in. The, the only that Magic and Michael and I mean I know they missed shots, I know they lost games, but they would always come through or damn near come through every time. With this group, we just don't know. It's well, kind of scattershot. Who's, who's the only player left? So Kevin Durant KD. is is the only player left that you would say – because I'm trying to think here. Okay, the best player left in the playoffs is Kevin Durant. Okay. Mm-hmm. What other player – LeBron is out. Um, I'm just thinking of guys who have won championships, have won Kawhi's MVPs. Out. Steph is not in it. Kawhi is out, at least for now. Let's see if something changes. 
Um, he's the only one left. So that that's why you can't kind of sit here. You can't say Embiid, Giannis, uh, Trey but Young. Even, even a guy Paul like Kyrie George. Irving who does have a championship, right, and and wasn't just along for the ride. Kyrie Irving was an important part of what – I mean, he hit the shot that won the series, right? I know LeBron was all yeah. everything in that Kyrie series. Kyrie as clutch as it gets, yep. As clutch as it gets, but we don't look at him like that. KD, you're right. KD, KD is the only one of those guys who's still there, and I'm not sure that this isn't worse, quite honestly. You know what I mean? I, I like knowing – because when you beat LeBron James, you did something. When you beat Steph Curry, you did something. When you beat guy Magic or Kobe or Shaq or Larry Bird or, or one of these guys, Dwayne Wade, when you beat those guys, you did something. And right now they're all kind of in that same thing where when they lose or miss or, or don't come through, it's kind of like, yeah, Very that's unpredictable. kind of what it is. Very unpredictable. Every time like I, every, every, I like it. Uh, I don't prefer it, but I, I prefer having every, all these stars playing, but that doesn't mean – I'm not going to watch the games. I mean, I, I spent however long both of those games were yesterday. I watched both of them. So you can't – but I'm the more NBA fan. I don't know if the casual fan likes it. The Dump is coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. I want to say it one more time just to make sure that maybe if you didn't hear it, if you didn't catch the beginning of the show, you didn't catch the middle of the show. Yesterday I said some stuff that got kind of pushed together. I did a bad job of separating two topics, the Clippers' history of bad luck and the universe not shining on them and Kawhi's injury. Clearly, I'm not happy that Kawhi got hurt. I'm not crazy. I love sports. I like seeing the best athletes play in the most important games. I, under no circumstances, was happy to see Kawhi Leonard get hurt. I, I think most people know that, but clearly it got some momentum of its own. I just wanted to put that out there one more time. That is not at all what I was going for, and it's my fault for not separating the two things. So, we'll, um, we'll, yeah, go ahead, Slee. I was just going to say, Trav, uh, you know, listen, it, this is um, unfortunately with sports, and we are seeing it way too much in the NBA. Uh, it, it's very simple. We love the competition. We love – when the two best teams go up against each other and, you know, the hope is all these athletes don't have any type of injuries, but unfortunately it's part of the game. No no light to make on it. Of course. All right, so let's start with this. We didn't mention it yesterday because it had, we, we just got sidetracked with some other stuff. Cristiano Ronaldo sunk the value of Coca-Cola by nearly a market value of over a billion dollars. Okay? Four he billion. went up to the day. Four billion. Yeah, right. Four billion dollars. You guys know what he did? He went up to the dais after yep. the game, and there, you know, like you see at yeah. every sporting event now, there's sponsorship stuff on the table. And he took the bottles of Coca Cola and put them aside and said, "No, no, no, drink water." Okay, just as simple as that. And the shares dropped nearly two dollars a share and four billion. That's how you know you have juice, Lee. That's a baller move. It's a baller move. By the way, he wasn't out there promoting another brand, another water, or something. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying. Drink water instead of Coca-Cola. Uh, that's uh, that. That one I, I think kind of shook the industry. I'm I'm pretty sure that sponsorship might look a little bit differently as we move forward. In the, uh, in the, uh, Ronaldo make, earns more money from his Instagram account than he does from playing soccer every year. He makes one million dollars per post on IG. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, lose, a- I lose thirty six dollars per post. <laughs> look, here's and, the thing. I, I, I get what Ronaldo's going for, I guess. But and, and looking at Ronaldo, 
you probably hasn't had the the wonderful experience of having a giant cheeseburger, some very salty fries, and then chasing it all with an ice-cold Coca-Cola. That's a pretty good day right there. I'm not saying it's the healthiest choice in the world. I'm saying it tastes really good. So lighten up, Ronaldo. I wonder if Ronaldo, like, if he spent a day with you, right, how you guys spend the day together. Like, if you invited Ronaldo over and you just said, hey, Cristiano, (laughs) sit with me. I'll take care of everything. Don't worry about food, nothing. Just come on down. I think he probably would starve himself. <laughs> I don't think we'd have a lot in common. Yeah. I, I don't think there'd be a lot of things that we both, whether it was soccer or food or <laughs> soft drinks or anything else. I don't think there's a lot of common. And Christiana, there. grab a couple dogs before we get dinner going. How many Excuse hot me? dog appetizers do you want? Cheeseburgers will be out in about forty-five minutes. Listen, three, Applebee's four? opens at four. I'm just telling you, I don't want to. I don't want to be late. All right, here's another one. LaMelo Ball wins Rookie of the Year. That's the yep. right choice, right? I, there were some other guys that you could maybe make a case for, but I know that LaMelo missed some time along the way, but he seemed to have the biggest impact on the league as a first-year player. Fun watching him play, too. Uh, there are a couple times Michael and I would do the pregame show, and he'd be like, did you see that pass or blah, blah, blah. How many times are you talking about Charlotte, right, outside of a Lakers-Charlotte game? And that's what he – accomplished during the year. A lot of people had their eyes on what um, what Charlotte was doing because of LaMelo Ball. No, I don't I don't think anybody's too worried about him winning that rookie of the year. All right, here's this date in history, June 17, 2010. The Lakers went their second consecutive NBA title. They beat the Celtics in an epic Game 7. Kobe Bryant named the Finals MVP. That, of course, Kobe Bryant's last uh, Finals victory. That was the last Lakers Finals victory until the bubble last season. That was, oh my goodness, 11 years ago, Slee. Hard to believe. Can you you think of when you think of a more nerve-wracking game for you and your life and your experience, I have two that come to mind for me. Sacramento Kings Game 7 in Sacramento. (laughs) Right. And Game 7 against the Boston Celtics in LA. Those two moments, it was like, and I was at the game, the 2010 one, your pacing, like I came and watch the game, like it was so uncomfortable. Remember, it's, both teams couldn't even put the ball in the ocean. Nobody could make a shot. It's not even a memorable game for me. I, somebody was asking me. I put this out on Lakers Talk. Your favorite Kobe championship? Mine was their first one together, Kobe and Shaq. That 2010, I know, is a lot of other people's favorite. I, I, I'm still nervous about the game. Like, I go back watching it. I'm, I'm like, all right, we got to play better defense. I, I'm still nervous. That one didn't hit me quite like that, but the ones that did were the, the generation before. The Every time the Lakers would play the Celtics in the finals in the yeah. 80s, Magic against Larry, every single one of those games felt like that, Slee. Because and this is what makes this stuff so much fun, right? That other guy on the other team, he's just as bad a man as your guy. Larry Bird was just as bad of a man as Magic Johnson, and I guarantee you Celtic fans felt the same way about Magic. That You know what? That guy over there, he could ruin all of this by himself. It was was a toss-up in 2010, and luckily uh, Kobe got his fifth on that one. How did they find the podcast, Lee? ESPN app or on iTunes, search Travis and Sliwa. You'll get uh, the full two two hours every uh, weekday. Friday edition, Travis and Slee. We'll see you at 8.55 tomorrow morning.